dearie, to the Poison Devils podcast with your All Hallows host, Tracy Walsh. <laughs> now, take the apple, dear. <laughs> Make a wish and take a bite. <laughs> All of your Halloween dreams will come true. <laughs> Let the trick or treating begin. <laughs> Poisoned Apples podcast is where we keep the spirit of Halloween alive all year round from a witch's broom closet in Orangeville, Ontario. If Orangeville is not the epitome of the color code of Halloween, then I don't know what is. I aim to keep this a safe and enjoyable space for all ages and levels of Halloween enthusiasts all around the world, offering you some delectable bites into history, myths, legends, lore. Light spooky chills, travels, traditions, arts, crafts, yummy treats, and so much more! All in the name of All Hallows Eve. My personal favorite season of the year, isn't it yours? Park your broom, my friend, and sit for a spell. When witches go riding, and black cats are seen, the moon laughs and whispers, "'Tis near Halloween." Did you recognize the cat's curse? I recite it from Disney's 1993 movie, Hocus Pocus. Isn't that a fun movie? If you're not familiar with it, the plot centers around a teenager whose family just moves to Salem, Massachusetts. The boy accidentally frees three evil witch sisters who reigned fear among the villagers in the late 1600s. Now the teenager, along with his younger sister and their new friend, they must steal the witch's spell book to stop the evil 17th century sisters from becoming immortal and wreaking havoc and fear once more. If you're not familiar with the movie, I really encourage you to watch it. And this is interesting, I did not know this. I always loved Hocus Pocus right from the very beginning, but 
but in actual fact, it was a flop at the box office. But now, it has since grown over the last three decades to be one of the largest cult classic Halloween movies of all times. Become a staple name in Halloween fun. And this is for you, my fellow Hocus Pocus fans. Disney has been busy filming Hocus Pocus 2. Yes, all through 2020 and 2021, they have been busy filming. After 29 years, the second Hocus Pocus is coming to Disney Plus this fall, 2022. Is that exciting? I can't wait to see it. To make it even more exciting and special, Bette Midler, Sarah Jessica Parker, and Kathy Jimmy have all resumed their roles as Winnie, Sarah, and Mary Sanderson, the three evil witch sisters from the original Hocus Pocus. If you have not seen the original Hocus Pocus movie, then I highly recommend that you do. It is a fun, magical fantasy film that you and your children will enjoy. And I think it'll be important for you to watch this movie in order to create a character base before you watch Hocus Pocus 2 this fall. If you don't have the movie channel Disney+, Plus, then it's probably worth your while to look into it and see how much it costs wherever you are in the world. Work it into your budget so that by this fall, you can see it. Now, Hocus Pocus is currently on Disney+, Plus right now. So if you do not have the movie, in your home library or you haven't seen it yet you can go to Disney Plus channel if you have Disney Plus and you can watch the Hocus Pocus movie or if you do have it and you just want to watch it again and stir up some good old Halloween vibes in this very cold January then do that it'd be perfectly a magical way to bring back some all hollow spirits so why don't you crawl into your jammies make some popcorn and cuddle up before bedtime and watch the Sanderson sisters run amok 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 that leads me into some other ideas as to help to stir up some Halloween magic, that vibe, the autumn warmth. Christmas and New Year's, and which by the way, I wish all of you a happy New Year, and I hope that all of you had a beautiful Christmas. I really do. I know times are challenging, but we can turn things around for ourselves in a very positive way if we are determined to do so. For myself personally, I love Halloween. For me, the spirit of Halloween is alive all year round. I'm an artist. I love theatricals. I love the creativity of Halloween, the fun, the camaraderie, the community spirit. It's just, it's a time when Halloween brings everybody together. Christmas does too, but Halloween is the only time of the year that we're all permitted to go knocking on each other's doors and where our neighbors will actually open the doors to us. I mean, it's beautiful. It really is just a beautiful vibe. And so that is what the basis of this podcast is is just exploring that and all kinds of different topics of interest and stirring up the magic of Halloween all year round. So some other ideas that you could do to stir up some of the Halloween magic again is why not bake a batch of cupcakes and decorate them with orange and green or black icing and put candy eyes on them, gummy worms, sprinkles, you know, really doll them up like it's Halloween. And then you can even decorate some cookies with some icing spider webs, make 
make marshmallow ghosts. Oh, why not make some marshmallow ghosts and put those in your hot chocolate? Then you've got the best of both worlds. You have winter comfort and you have Halloween fun. And if you don't like that, I'm sure if you have children, they would love that. Why not bring some fun in? I encourage you to do that. You could also read a book. For adults, it could be a psychological thriller or a mystery book. That would be a good inspiration for Halloween New Year energies. Uh, get some spooky on, get some fine chilling things going on in your mind, like theater of the mind kind of stuff. For children, pull out some Halloween books and have a story night. Do a book binge. That would be fun. What if you all dressed up in your Halloween costumes and did a book marathon? That would be so much fun. They read stories and turn off the lights and get the flashlights and put them under your chin with your Halloween costumes on and read some stories and have your marshmallow ghost hot chocolate. My mind is going a million miles a minute. My son is 16 now and if he was a little guy, I would totally be doing that tonight because this is such a great idea. I love it. Why not do that? Put Again, put your Halloween costumes back on and host a ghoulish dinner. If you go to Pinterest, you'll find a bazillion great ideas for yummy Halloween treats and meals and such. A lot of it you could just find in your cupboard already. You wouldn't have to go out and buy anything specifically for ghoulish dinner. Just get creative in the way that you put things together. You know, sit down and make little tombstones or paper skeletons or something and, and sprinkle them around the table and lay out a really fun meal. Little hot dogs with pastry around them. Make them look like mummies and things like that. So it's some really fun ideas. And why not have one of those dinners tonight? Or, you know, Halloween lands on the 31st of October. So why not on January 31st have a new Hollow's Eve ghoulish family dinner? If you go on Pinterest now and start working up your ideas, then you can plan it out. That would be so much fun. What a great way to wrap up January is to have a Halloween dinner bash. Wouldn't that be just fun? Throw on some music, change your lights up, you know, change your light bulb, maybe put in an orange light bulb, take out the white, put in the orange or a green or a red and dine by colored lights and have Halloween music going on in the background and wear your costumes and oh my gosh, and then wrap it up with stories and all that stuff. And honestly, what child and Halloween enthusiast would not love to do something like that? You know, another thing you could do during the daytime if you're, you know, stuck at home and you're doing house chores, house chores are boring. Throw on some Halloween music. I'm sure you've got some tracks or some music that you really like. You know, if you got them saved to your phone, your iTunes, or you're on an MP3 player or whatever, throw together a Halloween track and play some music and, you know, do some monster mashing around the house. Why not? Just be creative. It really just comes down to just being creative. Have fun with what you're doing pull in all kinds of ideas like go on the internet if, if you lack creativity this time of the year because this time of year we're all pretty tired and you need some new ideas and, and everything just go on the internet and write in Halloween New Year's or Halloween ideas or Halloween at home and you will find a thousand ideas a lot of these I did that I pulled them off the internet and then it got me going and a lot of them I have so many more that got my own creativity going and I will be sharing those with you as we go along. That, I think, would be so much fun, wouldn't it? <laughs> I would I like, if I if may, take you on a strange journey. Where chilly winds blow, and the moon hangs low, casting night shadows across darkened skies. 
Icy fingers. And how's that linger? Don't look back. Just grab my hand and hide. We have some scary sounding places now. I don't know if they're actually scary to go to or not, but their names are certainly evoking of Halloween vibes. And I had fun looking these up and I want to share them with you. I honestly never heard of any of them except for one. There was one place that I have heard of before because I've actually been there, but the rest of these, I had no idea. When I was looking them up, on Canada stats and on the internet and everything think these names of these places are really cool and very 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 spooky the first one is blood vein river it's a river in Manitoba it flows west from its headwaters in Red Lake in Northwest Ontario to the east side of Lake Winnipeg in Manitoba through the boreal forest of the Canadian Shield it is around 300 kilometers long which is 186 miles and the lakes along it include Knox Lake, Pipestone Lake, and get this, Artery Lake. Is Artery, isn't that befitting to blood vein? Poison Creek. This is a river or a stream. Now I found two different things saying one was a river and one was a stream. So it's in British Columbia and it's situated southwest of Skull Hill. There's another very creepy Halloween-ish name for a place and it's northwest of Fishtrap Creek. The next one is Burnt Arm, like it burnt your arm. It's an area located in Newfoundland and Labrador. It's named for numerous forest fires over the years throughout its history. Destruction Bay. It's a small community in Alaska's highway in Canada's Yukon in the Kluane Lake. This is really cool. Goblin. We have one, two, three, four goblins in Canada that I was able to find. The first one is Goblin Valley. That's in Kamloops Trail, British Columbia. Goblin Lake Trail in Macklin, Ontario. Little Goblin Bay in Newfoundland and Labrador and the Goblin Wall in Banff, Alberta and it is a rock climbing cliff. The next one is Skull Creek, that's in Saskatchewan. We also have a Skull Creek in Northwest Territories. Hatchet Cove settlement in Newfoundland and Labrador. Bone Town in Alberta. The, this is the one that I have heard of before because I've actually been there. Gore Bay in Manitoulin. And then we have two Coffin Coves in Newfoundland and Coffin Cove in Ontario and that's over by Leith. There you go, we got some spooky town names and areas. If you've been to any of these places yourselves, I would love to hear from you. I would love to know what they look like. Are they populated? Are they kind of obscure in the kind of middle of nowhere? Are they haunted? Do they have Halloween vibes so the names say they do? I would love to know. Maybe you're from one of those areas and I would love to know more about it. You can reach me and let me know about these places or maybe wherever you are in the world, we'd love to know like do you have different places in your country that have Halloween 
Halloween spooky-ish kind of names to them. I would love to know like towns, creeks, rivers, places that are named after spooky-ish kind of things. That would be fun to know. And no matter where you are in the world, you can email me at thepoisonedapplespodcast at gmail.com. And if you do send me anything, I would love to talk about it and share it on the podcast. And I'll give you a shout out for your contribution. And if you have any other topic ideas or whatever, please email them to me. Again, it's the Poisoned Apples Podcast at gmail.com. I'm Tracy, and I would love to hear from you. I would love to share it with the rest of the listeners. I just think it would be so much fun for all of us to just keep on sharing and stirring up the Halloween mojo. As we were talking about Hocus Pocus and suggesting, you know, to host a Halloween inspired dinner at home and different ways of stirring up the Halloween vibes in this bleak January, I thought it'd be fun to share a Hocus Pocus punch recipe with all of you to help you conjure Halloween spirits that your entire family can enjoy. It'd be a great thing to plan out for your January 31st Halloween New Year's Monster Bash at home. What you need for this is mango or peach or orange juice, ginger ale or soda water or orange soda, and mango or orange sorbet. Uh, Whichever flavor you prefer, but just try to make sure that everything you're going to use is all the same color tones. So your your peach, your mango, your orange, your pop and all that, like it's all the same orangey colors. So you can make a large batch, say you have um, quite a few people in your family or you have some friends over or you want to just have lots of this because you love punch and you just want to keep on drinking it through the night. You can make a huge batch in a punch bowl or a cauldron, do you have a cauldron? Like plastic cauldron that you could wash out and use that for your punch bowl? That would be so much fun and put that in the middle of your table. So you just pour the entire bottle of juice and four bottles of pop and you top it with scoops of sorbet and then you just scoop them out and you fill up your cups. Or if you just wanna make individual glasses, then you put in pretty much just about half and half of the juice in the pop and then you top your glass off with a scoop of sorbet and then you stick in a straw and suck away. 
Whoa. It would just be yummy. Number one, I used to do that when I was a kid. I used to take ginger ale and ice cream and I would drink them together all the time and make my own floats. So this Hocus Pocus Punch would be so much fun. And why not, hey, if you're, if you're gonna watch Hocus Pocus 1, the first one, the original one, why not make your marshmallow ghost hot chocolate and have maybe the Hocus Pocus Punch for your Monster Bash on January 31st. I found this recipe on the internet at nourishedsimply.com. So you can hop over there and look it up yourself. I am working on a Patreon community. I have most of it ready, a couple more things I just need to kind of work out some details on before I feel ready to launch it. All of these podcasts, different information and stuff will be shared over on that. I will make sure that I put this recipe in there as well. I'm also starting to create a Poisoned Apples podcast Instagram account and I will post different things over there as well. Right now I don't have that created so don't go look for it yet because I haven't made it yet. It's in my notes, my to-dos. This podcast is brand spanking new. You're listening to episode number one. So if it sounds like I don't know what I'm doing, it's because I don't. I will get better at this as I go along. I was just wanting to do this so bad that I thought, you know what? It's now or never and I can't wait any longer. So here I am. And if you have any ideas, any recipes, Halloween-y recipes that you would like to share, again, you can email me at the poisoned apples podcast at gmail.com and I would love to get those from you and share them with our listeners. Thank you for joining me on the Poisoned Apples podcast, a show written and performed by me, Tracy Walsh. I also do the sound mixing and editing for the show with the royalty-free music and sound effects sourced from Pond5 and Freesound. The show's theatrical introduction is performed by the wonderfully talented Canadian voice actress, Louise Porter. Louise, we appreciate your talents. Third spooky bra. Special appearance performed by my son, Spence. Thanks, Spence. I've always said you belong in the theater. To Grandma Ambrose Moonshadow, also known as my mom. Mom, we love you to the moon and back. You are the best. As you can see, this podcast is a family affair, and I appreciate so much that you brought my family into yours. Your listener support means everything to me, and I greatly appreciate you. And I would love for you to share this podcast with your family 
family, friends, co-workers, your neighborhood cats, squawky crows, the spooks and ghouls who loom in the mysterious night shadows. In other words, just recommend it to one and all who also loves Halloween and cool crisp autumn vibes. No matter where you or they live in this beautifully round and surreal world of ours, please spread the joy of the Poisoned Apples podcast far and wide. Your help and your support in doing this is so greatly appreciated and that is my mission is to have this go out as far as I can to bring joy and interest to so many people all around the world and it is my aim to keep this family friendly and all ages appropriate. I also encourage you to leave a review of this podcast. Whenever we leave five-star reviews on podcasts we enjoy, it helps creators like myself be found easier in listener searches and that is another wonderful way of giving support to the Poisonous Apple podcast and spreading hollow joy and it doesn't cost you anything other than a minute of your time and it is so greatly appreciated. I know this is the first episode but each episode is going to get better and better and the more comfortable I get and the more in sync to doing a podcast I become. These are going to flow so much more. I have such a huge lineup of really fascinating and interesting and fun topics to share in each episode that I do. So we're just going to keep on growing from here. This is number one and each one will get better and better and better and I'm excited to see where we're going to be standing in six months from now. It's going to be really really cool and I appreciate you coming along the journey with me. This first podcast has been so much fun. I have felt insanely awkward but just pushing through it because I'm actually just so excited to be here and I'm so grateful that you have found me and thank you so much for subscribing to the podcast. Thank you for leaving a review. Remember just be gentle. This is the first podcast I've ever done. I've actually never really recorded my voice before. I've never really researched topics before. I'm a podcast junkie. I have some of my favorite podcasts that I listen to and they're so inspiring. I love this podcast world and I thought why not? I'm going to become a part of it too because I enjoy it so much and I hope you do too. And now, until next we meet, please walk with me through the witch's cabin. Be careful, dearie, not to step on the old black cat. She is sleeping. I must warn you, be very, very quiet. We mustn't disturb the witch, for she is busy casting spells. The fire is cozy, but the cauldron is hot. Do not touch anything, or you could be turned into a toad. The birds are always hungry, so protect your eyes. And remember, the Halloween night air can be damp and chilly. So close the door behind you when we leave. (laughs) Now, watch your step.
go. <laughs> nice. It's on here. <laughs> okay. Why do you need this, this part? Is... You can... Segment six. Lord Spooky Breath. Oh, yeah, you need them. <laughs> I would like, if I may, to take you on a strange journey where wind chilly blow. Oh, come on. Yeah. Can you hear me? Alright. I would like, if I may, to take you on a strange journey where chilly winds blow and the moon hangs low, casting the are you gonna laugh? Yeah, because it's like you're like, I gotta, just gotta get this done. <laughs>